All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, beautiful lady. I hope you're having an awesome day. It is a gorgeous one here in Nash Vegas. I know it sounds really cliche, but I literally don't even understand where the summer has gone. My eldest has been home from, from college this last month. His first month of his summer break, he was in Chicago doing an internship. And I love having him home. My heart is so full with both my kids home right now. My younger one is a senior in high school. And our house is going to be so quiet when he's gone after next year. I just, I can't even, I can't even deal. But we were just away last weekend. We have three more weekends away in a row. So I feel very fortunate about that, but I'm also like, slow down. Everything is happening too fast. Ah, Anyway, I'm feeling, I don't know. I have so much gratitude today. I feel like some days you wake up, I'm so grateful. So thinking about my family, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about what you're doing when you're listening. Are you walking? Are you working? Are you like exercising? Are you doing the dishes? Like, what are you doing? Because I'm so grateful for your, for you and your listening ear. And I just hope to provide so much value that you walk away from. Um, and so thanks, thanks for listening. And thanks for listening to the update on my end. I don't think I've given you one in a while. So there it is. But now let's get back to the matter at hand. Focus. Oh, focus, focus. It's so hard, isn't it? <laughs> Even when you truly have the best intentions, even when you're like, okay, I have a plan. I got my calendar. I got my to-dos down. I know what I'm doing. I'm feeling like I'm kind of in control. And then you sit down, you put your attention towards something and then bam, out of nowhere, three hours have gone by and you haven't done crap, right? (laughs) Or at least not the stuff you were really supposed to be doing. What gives is there something wrong with you? Is there something wrong with me? Are you thinking like, am I the most unfocused person on the planet? Do I need medication? Or if I'm on medication, do I need even more medication? What is happening? Okay, don't fret. You're not alone. It is not easy to always stay focused. But I promise you, it's not the hardest thing in the world either. You can learn it. You will learn it. You have done hard things before. You will do hard things again, right? Understanding the underlying causes can help you solve your focus challenges head on and avoid potential burnout, okay? So so I don't want you to be burned out. I don't want you to keep doing all the things all the time. I want you to feel more in control. So let's address today, I'm gonna address seven common reasons that you simply cannot focus, right? And more importantly, what to actually do about them. Okay, number one. Your environment invites distraction. Girl, if you are sitting in clutter, your mind is going to be cluttered and you will be distracted. It is just fact. If you have papers and sticky notes and folders and pizza boxes and laundry and piles and files and nail polish and whatever it is 
around you, wherever it is that you are trying to focus, whether you're sitting at your kitchen table or in your office or anywhere else in your room or in your house, if you have it around you, there's a good chance that at some point, especially at the point where you really, really, really need to think and you need to put on your big girl panties on and strategize or brainstorm or think hard or be creative or respond to that email you really don't really want to respond to, it is right at that moment that your mind and likely your hands are going to go to your clutter, right? Or if your brain and your hands don't go there, you will just find some other nonsense to do around the house, around the office, around wherever you are, because the stuff around you, the clutter around you squashes your clarity. It steals it from you. Trust me on this. Okay, so now you're just looking at it. You're just sitting in it. You're just absorbed by it. So even if you're not touching it or you think your mind isn't going towards it, your mind is mushy. And when it's mushy, it can't focus. Now imagine if instead you were sitting at a desk or a table or on your sofa and nothing but beautiful and empty space was in front of you. Maybe a clear space with a vase with a tulip or a scented candle or a pretty pillow or photos of your family and that is it. How much more focused will you instantaneously be? Very much so. So think about your environment. Don't put yourself in this self-sabotaging environment, this self-sabotaging space where it's going to invite you to be mush and unclear and do anything but what you're supposed to do. Figure out a place. Go to a co-working space. Go to a library. If you're like, I cannot figure out a place like this in my house. Or just pick up all the crap off wherever you are working, put it in another room, and just move on already. But your environment is really, really, really critical in you staying focused. I have a whole episode on this where I go much deeper into the role of your environment and I give you some really tangible next steps there. So if that's of interest to you, listen to it after you finish this one. I'm going to link up a couple episodes that I think will be really helpful after this. So just go ahead and I'll link to those or listen to those later. Okay, number two, you are just so freaking tired. <laughs> okay, feeling tired is one of the most common reasons people struggle to focus. If fatigue can lead to brain fog, which completely impacts your ability to concentrate. So how many times do you forget things when you've had a lack of sleep, right? It can also lead to forgetfulness or not completing your work to your highest ability at your best quality, right? Everybody has days when they're less productive than usual because they slept like crap, right? The night before you are, you know, waking up all the time, you're just not getting the rest that you need. Your body, you need self-care. You've got to take care of yourself. If you're noticing a consistent pattern of tiredness during the day, it is really time to take a closer look at your patterns, at your habits, your sleep habits, your eating habits, your exercise. Like there's just true fatigue. If you suspect that sleep deprivation is the reason for maybe your lack of motivation or your constant distractions, it's one of the first things you want to do is assess your sleep. It's no secret, right? That sleep quality it improves your mood and your health and your mental performance. So I have talked about this before. I do love my Aura ring. It's A-U-R-A. And it it is a ring that you put on your finger, duh. Uh, and it tracks your sleep, your also your steps, your heart rate. And I, when I first got it, I was like, why do I need to know this? I know I sleep like crap. So why do I need another device that tells me that? 
but it has definitely helped me change my sleep pattern. It has helped me because it tells me my ideal bedtime. It tells me when I do get really bad sleep, like it literally is like I, you drank something too late, like drank alcohol or you ate too late in the day because it can just tell all these things in your body. Um, it is, I truly believe it has helped me like make better decisions about, okay, like it, it, it says it, you know, 10 o'clock, this is, or 1030, this is your ideal sleep time. So do I do it always? No. Do I sit around and like sit on my games at night to 1130 sometimes? Yes. But a lot of times I'm like, okay, this is my ideal sleep time. I know this is going to help me stop being so freaking tired tomorrow. So I'm going to do better or I'm going to like eat, I'm going to stop eating by 7 PM or like, I'm not going to have a glass of wine after seven or eight, right? Like it, it has definitely helped me. So you know, just be aware of what you can do to help you be less tired. If you are working nine, you know, all night long, well, then there's a lot of things we need to be doing there. But in terms of delegating and boundaries and all the stuff that I talk about, but you know, where can you get help? Think about your actual fatigue. And number three, oh, my friend, girl, you are doing 10 things at the same time. And that's an understatement. Maybe it's more like 50 things at the same time. Okay, AKA also known as constantly multitasking in a bad way, right? Because it's not always bad. Multitasking isn't always bad. Um, as moms, as CEOs, as business owners, as great people, we have to multitask a lot at times. Otherwise, nothing would get done. But if they are high energy activities, like things that help you grow your business, help you personally, help you professionally, they're like, they're, they're not just like folding the laundry and watching TV, right? If you're multitasking and it's causing you to consistently get off track from the important things, your most important priorities, girl, friend, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and expect different results. You have got to change your mode of operation. Multitasking does not work for you. I don't care how many times you think it's going to work for you. It does not work because you keep starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping a dozen things. So nothing really ever gets done. You don't ever really feel satisfied or, or, or successful, fulfilled at the end of the day. And by the way, when you do this, you are so much more likely to make errors and it just slows you down so much. Literally, it is sucking the energy, the brain energy, the, the physical energy, the mental energy, the emotional energy out of you. So again, I will link to episodes that gets more into the specifics, but I really want you to consciously, deliberately, intentionally put an end to this self-sabotaging behavior. Every time you shuttle and pivot between tasks, your mind wastes time reorienting itself to the to the next to that task, right? To that other task, and then ping-ponging back and forth to the next one. And an even worse consequence is that this constant going back and forth it drains your energy and then it makes you a cranky person. Like you're cranky, you're cranky with your kids and your team and your husband or your wife or your friends. It's just like cranky. I can't stand it, right? It literally zaps whatever energy you have and it minimizes it. So you have so much less for the rest of the day and the people and the priorities that matter most to you. So some things you can do to stop this. Again, I will link episodes, but work in small time chunks. Don't challenge yourself to focus for the next two hours or to focus on one thing for the next two hours. It's a good chance it's not going to work. Say, I'm going to do it for 20 minutes. 30 minutes is awesome. If I can do one thing for the next 30 minutes and that's it, no email, no text, no phone, nothing, I'll do one thing to focus on, that's where you start. That's where you start retraining your brain, your mind, and your just your mental flow. Okay? So in recap, stop the multitasking. 
Number four, why you are just so freaking unfocused. What you're doing is really unenjoyable. And I mean, really. And even if you love your work, because I love my work, there are some tasks or aspects that you dread, dread, right? Sometimes they are the teeniest, tiniest things like an email that you don't want to respond to, even though it's going to take five minutes. Like, it's so weird how that happens to us. It's like the stupidest thing, but you just like don't want to do it. You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to like, just, I don't know. You don't want to do it. Or there's a paper, like you don't want to file it. Or there's a phone call you don't want to make. And sometimes there are much bigger things or massive, right? You have to plow through all your financials or like review hundreds of pages of cases or, you know, do all your taxes. But either way, whether they're minuscule or ginormous, you will do anything to not do it. And the easiest way to procrastinate is to get distracted by literally anything else. Girl, anything else. Now, I'll admit that this is a tough one to overcome because if you are dreading doing your taxes, it's pretty challenging to make them enjoyable, right? So I'm gonna be like, oh my God, I can't wait to do my taxes. It's so much fun. I spent my whole weekend doing this instead of sitting out on the beach or on the, you know, spending time with my kids. No, it's, I'm not saying it's gonna be fun. When I say it's unenjoyable, it's not gonna be fun, but we've gotta figure out ways to not make it so horrendous and so dreadful. Am I right? Okay, so first of all, understand that that's, it's something you don't want to do. So I want to think about what can I do to make it just more digestible or simply easier? Or how do I get myself to just freaking get it over with already? Because not everything in business or life is going to be fun and enjoyable. So let's just make it easier, less dreadful. And then you can add in an extra scoop of pleasure to it if possible. So a few strategies might be, like I just mentioned, break down your giant projects, break them down. If it's a taxes, you're just like, I'm just going to do my one hour today on getting my receipts together, right? Or I'm going to do my one hour on TurboTax and that's it. Or I'm going to do my half an hour on like organizing this one drawer, right? You're going to break it down. Right? The second thing is the love of all things you want to get done. Do not leave this task for the last thing in the day. My gosh, you're going to be so out of energy. You're using willpower all day. You're exhausted. Again, you're tired. This, you've got to do everything in your power to get this thing over with already. You've got to spend that time. If you've broken it down and we're like, I'm just going to do 30 minutes. I'm just going to do an hour. I'm just going to plow through this. You've got to do it first thing. I cannot tell you how important that is that you get it over with because in everything after that, when we're talking about what makes something enjoyable, everything after that feels more pleasurable. Not super fun always, but better than that horrible thing you didn't do, okay? And then, yes, are there just other ways you can make your environment more pleasurable? Even if you are doing that horrible financial analysis or whatever it might be, like, can you just put on good music? Can you light a scented candle? Can you just sit outside on your porch and bring all the papers and do it there? Can you go get your favorite latte and drink that? Like, just what are some things that, like, change that mood, change your state, help you change your mindset a bit to make it a little bit more pleasurable? So think about that. Number five, girl, you are unorganized. <laughs> and therefore, you are overwhelmed. Again, you don't have clarity on what you should be focusing on now or next, right? That's because you're unorganized. Like, like your, your thoughts are unorganized. And like this disorganization can show up in many ways. You can be disorganized with all your projects and your tasks and your lists and your priorities and your systems and your processes and your team and your systems at home or lack of their of systems at home and your goals, my gosh, your project management, your tools, uh, all the things, right? You can just be unorganized with many of those, some of those, a couple of those. 
But in general, there's like this sense, this like lack of organization. And so when you feel that, again, it just makes you feel mushy, unclear, and you will be unfocused. You're like, I'm just not organized. I just don't have it together, whether it's like my space or my systems or my mental just mindset, right? And by the way, this is so random, but I looked up the difference between being unorganized and being disorganized because honestly, I really don't know the difference and it was quite enlightening. So unorganized means to be in a in a mess, like just in disarray and un, unorderly. Disorganized m- means that you, like something or someone was once organized in the past and now the organization is gone. So like a disorganized person might have had things that were organized, but now they're not. And so now that makes them fall into confusion and unfocused and distraction. So anyway, I just thought that was a really interesting distinction. I love that I know that now because chances are you're both, right? We're all combination of both. There are so many times I hear women tell me that they were pretty organized when, which means, like, sorry, they're pretty organized when they were younger. So they were essentially taking care of themselves. But once they had a family or once they got married or once they built a team, things got really disorganized, right? They were organized at one time and now it's, it's not organized, which is totally natural when you go from one person, which is yourself, to several or many, right? And then there are areas that you've never really felt organized. So that would be unorganized. And that's like, maybe I've never really felt really organized in managing all the tasks in my life or Maybe I've always been that type of person where details fall through the cracks and I don't really get things done in a timely manner. So like you've kind of always been unorganized in this area. Anyway, I just think we're we're often just a combination of both, right? There are certain things you're like, I never really feel like I got a good handle on it and some things I did, but it's all gone, gone to hell now. And this makes you so unfocused. You're like, I don't even know where to put my mind to next. I don't know where to put my brain to next. So one of the the easiest, quickest, simplest things I'll say about this is just don't worry about all the organization at this moment because there's too much, right? There's too much to organize. I want you to walk away with one thing to organize for your day, one, 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 one. This is it. You have to do this every single day. This is what it's going to be. Just pick your top three things to get done for the day. Now, I, I know you might hear me say five, sometimes I say five, sometimes I say three. Three is three for business, two personal. That's how I come up with the five, but pick your top three to five focused like priorities for the day. That's it. Don't look at the other list. Don't think about the systems. Don't do anything. Write those three down, put them on a sticky note, hang them up, put it on your forehead, stamp to your neck, tattoo it on your leg. I don't care. Do those three and you are just immediately going to feel more focused, less unorganized or disorganized and start moving on stuff already. All right. So number, what do we have to do? Oh my God. Number six. You're under a lot of stress, okay? Otherwise known as overwhelm. If you regularly feel overwhelmed, it's also going to be very challenging to focus. Okay, so I this I put this in a different category than unorganized because I think stress can be a different, it's like a mental like pressure to complete all of the tasks in time or this like mental overload of the weight of the difficulty of tasks you have in front of you or your desire to do everything perfectly. Like to me, this is like a, a lot more of like a mental, um, mental stuff, right? So it can be really helpful to look at the core reason for the stress and this overwhelm. Because your stress hormones 
like cortisol and adrenaline, they push you into this like very, very heightened state. And then they create, because you're there, now that creates all this brain fog, right? And that stress, which is cause of the stress, that stress is going to prevent you from focusing. Like it can, it literally, as we all know, it increases your anxiety. And so when you're really anxiety ridden, you're very stressed out, you're very overwhelmed, you're, it's going to make it very difficult for you to get focused. You're going to have a very hard time to concentrate and get into any type of flow or or deep work that you hear about, right? It's very hard. So when you can understand the stressors in your life, that's really going to be crucial to also preventing burnout and really getting to productivity levels that you can maintain, that they're more sustainable, they're a little bit more consistent. Okay, so some things that anxiety and stress bring is is like fear, right? Like that's like a symptom of it or excessive worry. That's going to take you away from what you need to do next, which is the focus. It's going to take you away from the present moment and it's going to make it so much harder for you to stay focused on something that you're doing. Now, obviously we're all going to go through stress at periods of our life, like experiencing some type level of stress, anxiety every now and then it's normal. I mean, it's life, right? Because that's what life is. But experiencing excessive anxiety and stress consistently or or like experiencing worry that's difficult to control, like that can obviously really impact the quality of your life and why you just can never, you feel like I can never stay focused. So there's so many things we can address here in terms of what to do. But I think that if you focus the most, the number one thing here, the number one thing in this is a self-care then that is a, that is the place to start with the self-love, the self-love, the compassion, giving yourself grace, getting sleep, exercising, going for a walk, putting good shit into your body, right? Nutrition is such an important factor for your mental health, for your stress level. Doing a five-minute meditation, right? Like thinking, making lists and saying, what's in my control, what's out of my control? Worry about what's in your control, not what's out take breaks, uh, take, do deep breathing exercises, create realistic to-do lists for the day. So to only focus on the top three, not on your like 50,000 on your list, right? Avoid, avoid that overloading your day with tasks that are meaningless and really just focus on the things that are most important, the biggest priorities. This all stems from love. This all stems from like you taking the the care and the time saying, if I put myself first, if I make myself the first priority, it is the only way, it is the root of the cause, the only way that I will start to manage some of the stress and anxiety. It'll all start. This is a within process for you to like go through this journey to help you get there. And finally, number seven, you are not focused on being focused. In our hectic lives full of distractions and gadgets and dings and rings and emails and people grabbing our attention from every which way all the freaking time, focus requires deliberate and intentional practice. What you focus on, you create. If you truly focus on getting and staying focused, guess what? You will be more focused. (laughs) But if you think it's just something that's going to magically happen or you're going to create or you're going to continue to berate yourself for not making it happen, you're going to continue to fester in distractions and continue to go down this downward spiral day in and day out. You are not just going to magically wake up tomorrow and be focused just because 
you were distracted today and you thought, oh, tomorrow will be different. Like that's not enough to make it different. What are the actions you're going to take to actually help you get focused? I just laid out six here, <laughs> six right there, right? So will you leave your phone in, in the other room? Will you turn off your email notifications? Will you do the environmental stuff? Will you do the self-care? Will you break things down? Will you do the really hard stuff first? Will you use a timer? Not the one on the phone, but maybe like an old school timer. Will you pick one thing and only one thing to focus on before starting anything else? Will you commit to working on this one thing for one hour, for half an hour? Will you make yourself turn off Netflix by 10 p.m. tonight and get an extra hour of sleep? My point is getting focused takes practice and it takes deliberate work. Wishing you're more focused or complaining that you're not focused enough or that getting frustrated because you get nothing done all day or all morning doesn't help to make you more focused. Working on being a more focused person does. This means doing something that's probably a little uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because you're doing something out of the norm. It's not comfortable to not answer your text or even look at them because your phone is in another room or is on do not disturb. And it is certainly not comfortable to work on that training or respond to that really hard email or go through your numbers or receipts or all those things you really don't want to do. Listen, sweet friend, if you want to improve your focus, if you want to be more present, if you want to be more creative, strategic, impactful, kick more ass, be a better listener, a better role model, a better mentor, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It is your key to more focus. Well, that is a wrap for this week, and I hope this episode got your wheels turning. But before I sign off, you know what time it is. It's time to take this week's challenge. You've spent your precious time with me, and I want to make sure it's 100% worth it. So today's action is to pick one of the seven reasons you're not focused, and guess what? Focus on it. Here is a quick recap of what those seven are. Number one, your environment invites distraction. Number two, you're just so freaking tired. Number three, you're doing 10 things or more at the same time. Number four, what you're doing is really unenjoyable. Number five, you're unorganized. Number six, you're under a lot of stress. And number seven, you're not focused on being focused. So pick one, work on it, work on it well, try it, tweak it, test it, and bring your focus through the roof. I hope I've served you today. I really cannot thank you enough for listening and sharing. And on that note, if you've gotten some inspiration or motivation and have not yet left a review, please jump on over to the iTunes, just throw in a quick comment, a five-star review. It really helps me get seen by other amazing women all around the world. And I cannot thank you enough for your support. Really, it means so much to me. And lastly, if you want to hear more, get more behind the scenes information, more motivation and inspiration, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources, grab a freebie and join me week after week. As always, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes, positive energy, and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time.